Hi, Hi Barbie. Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. So we're doing a video episode today, which is very exciting and very evolutionary for telepathy. So it's available on Spotify, and then also you can watch it on YouTube, Yeah. the video episode, so... Or if you don't want to look at us, you can just listen on totally any streaming platform. Exactly. So we're finally back in person. Yeah. We um, can see each other. You can see us. It's just, it's it's a moment. Can, can we address my hat before it gets too <laughs> Yes, <far>? yes. <laughs> can we, like, can we address my hat? I was, like, sitting here, like, waiting to butt in and be like, can we address my hat? Um, and We found this silly hat that looks exactly like the hat that he wears in Oppenheimer um in my attic so i thought it'd be funny to wear for the intro but i'll take it off no it's so valid though like we're each dressed as a movie you're oppenheimer and Mm -hmm. i'm barbie um i did like my makeup for like each color of the shirt Mm -hmm. quick appreciation yeah (laughs) just kidding (laughs) um so yeah if you're new to our podcast we normally start off with like a camp question a like music shout out of the week and then just like a week reca- recap but we might just not do a week recap because this the whole video is kind of a right week we have recap. a lot to say but we are love to do our little yeah. icebreakers of course yeah and like back in the first episode we talked about how it's like when you are hanging out with a friend you like don't get right into the big conversation first you kind of just like recap your week and like talk about things <laughs> you've been doing recently so yeah you're just yeah, like it's, it's very cheesy <laughs> yeah so let's do that Okay, I'll do the camp question. So, um, name, age, and fav- like go-to coffee order. Okay, okay. I'm glad you're not saying Starbucks order because <laughs> Starbucks – okay, I like Starbucks. I used to work at Starbucks. Yeah. It is – like I get that it's not like authentic coffee, but – Yeah, it's just like – Or I mean it is – I mean I any coffee is technically – Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, do you want to go first? Sure. Um – name Anna also my YouTube channel is Anna Catherine um if you want to go check that out and age 20 and f- coffee order I kind of like change it up most of the time I feel like so unserious in this hat right now <laughs> <laughs> it's really no it's really good like it's really good <laughs> Um, also can I just wanted to address that like I have a plate of cheese and crackers hiding behind these books. I was gonna make the little like pun again before when I was like <clears throat> it's our cheesy icebreaker as I like looked down at the cheese <laughs> I was like go back and catch me looking down at the cheese um yeah so if you want to see my cheese go to the video episode if you're not already yes so yeah favorite coffee order I I kind of changed it up most of the time but I always get iced unless it's winter and I always get decaf because it make because caffeine gives me anxiety um and I normally if I'm like going to a new coffee shop and I just want to get like a baseline feel for like what their coffee is like I normally get like a, a caramel flavored coffee or sometimes like a vanilla lavender vanilla rose like some sort of floral coffee Mm-hmm. Yeah, or just vanilla sometimes, yeah. you know? So, hi, I'm Enzo. My YouTube channel is Enzo Antonio. Also, go subscribe to that. That option is there. <laughs> um, and then I'm 16, and my go-to coffee order is an iced coffee. And I'll, I will get iced coffee no matter what time of year it is. Yeah. And then with caffeine because I can't sleep. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I usually get it with oat or almond milk, depending on what they have. Um, and then, like, vanilla hazelnut or caramel creamer like Mm -hmm. one of those three are my go-tos 
I, I really like like nutty coffee, so I like to get hazelnut mm. a lot. But yeah. I feel like I would have gotten more into nutty coffee if like when I was working at Starbucks, they were having all these shortages. Oh. So they didn't have hazelnut the entire time I worked there. And nutty I feel like coffee. if they did. Why is it like so funny? Like- <laughs> <laughs> nutty coffee. Like if I had, if they had had it, I feel like I would have gotten more into mm-hmm. that flavor. Music shout out. Okay. Let me check Spotify so quickly. I promise I won't make this a 10 okay. minute rant. I'll Do go, I'll go okay. while you're checking. Um, as I said, it, like two episodes ago, I have like a really good talent for finding artists and bands like right before they release an album. Um, so I started listening to Blur like a month ago and they're already my top, they're already my third most listened to artist of all time. Of all time. That is crazy. <laughs> Lana Del Rey, watch your back. Um, but they just released a new album on Thursday and it's called The Ballad of Darren. And my favorite song is... I don't know. They're they're really good and they're really different from their old albums. But I think something that's going to go down as my favorite is this song called The Everglades. And it's just like so pretty. And like the instruments are just so like, I just want to lay in like a camp. Like, I just want to go camping and like look at the sky and listen to this. Song. Yeah. And it's um, but yeah, it's funny because like they hadn't released an album in eight years, eight years. And like when you started listening, yeah. To- yeah. just happened to release an album that's yeah. crazy and it's only their second album since like 1999 wait that's weird yeah but kind of cool yeah number three all time already that is like <laughs> okay just so good your turn so i've been kind of in my waitress era not like like my waitress like the musical not like actually waitressing because i work in the back at my work <laughs> 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 but um the song when he sees me specifically mm. which like i know is like the most like popular song but i've just been like listening to that so much recently because i don't know i just really like don's character and i think she's really funny and i don't know she's just mm-hmm. a lot of good character things so i've just been listening to that a lot have you seen it live no i haven't i want to though yeah I'm gonna put that on my list should we like the fastest week recap in the like entire earth yeah like yeah my <laughs> <laughs> my week like literally like I was at the four week film program summer session thing and I just got home like two days ago so I'm like still a little disoriented and I don't know like where I am and I'm like Mm -hmm. okay like this is weird but I'm happy to be back and I'm like very motivated with YouTube now so watch out yes I need to not look at the camera so much because then supposed to be like natural as if I'm not wearing like a hat right now natural and candid I forgot I was wearing that but yeah I'm back. And then yesterday, I don't know if you know, we saw Barbenheimer. Yeah. If you didn't know. I'm just kidding. I don't have much of a week up- update, just like working and Barbenheimer. So, yeah. And we're back in person, finally. Like, finally. It's so nice to... I know we said that like last time, but now we're officially back in person until I go back to school in September. Right. So we have like a month a month in person. Exactly. Or a month and a half. All right. So I guess let's just get into the episode. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, (laughs) where did my hat go okay so let's talk about Oppenheimer first which is the first one that we saw so a little like recap of the day I guess though we saw Oppenheimer at 250 yeah sorry I'm just laughing because I'm picturing like my hat um we saw Oppenheimer at 250 and it's a three-hour movie which we'll talk about that later (laughs) yeah um and then we 
like had an hour layover. <laughs> Layovers, crazy. <laughs> we had an hour layover to have dinner, and we just went to this random like Greek place or Greek Mediterranean, Mediterranean place. And Greek, I think, yeah. And it was I don't know, it wasn't that good, and it was I like it was like kind of like average. Yeah, and it was like really smoky in there. Like we walked in, and it was like the fire alarm like has had to have been off because it was like. <laughs> Like, like, <laughs> a, like smoke. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's besides the point. Then we went to see Barbie at seven ten. We also went to the Dollar Tree because the movie theater candy is really expensive, mm-hmm. and they don't check your bag. So we did what had to movie be done. Movie theater. If you're watching this, click off. Regal. If you're wait, is that like a local one? I don't think so. I don't think so. Regal. If you're listening to this, don't listen to this because <laughs> we bought it from your concession stand to be fair i did buy an eight dollar popcorn it was, that was eight dollars it was so small though i know it was eight dollars and it was good but like not worth eight dollars yeah um and then we saw barbie at seven ten after our hour layover mm-hmm. and like the movies didn't start for like 20 minutes but i feel like we should get into the actual movies yeah. before we talk about like it's been like our mediterranean minutes. food <laughs> Um, so yeah, we're going to start with Oppenheimer. Um, so first we should talk about like our expectation of the movie and then like what we actually thought. Like what were your thoughts going into it? Yeah. What were your thoughts? Do you want to go first? (laughs) Sure. Um, so I didn't have like the highest, I I knew like it was going to be a good movie, but in terms of like me enjoying it, I didn't think I was going to like absolutely love it just because like guns, bombs, like that normally like. I don't like that type of stuff. And like, especially in movies, it's just like, yeah, but also like, I thought it was good though, because it wasn't like Marvel where it's just like stuff blowing up for yeah. four hours and like all completely CGI. And I hate movies where it's like in the last, at the last 30 minute mark, there's like a huge like fight scene or something. Yeah. I hate movies like that. Not like a fight scene, but like a choreographed, even in Disney movies, they do that where there's just some yeah. sort of like big scene and I hate when I hate that it's just like dramatic music and like so many things happening at once to the point where it's like overwhelming it's where you're like bored yeah exactly but like all I knew was Manhattan Project and Atomic Bomb I didn't know like much about Oppenheimer so I was very like curious to see yeah I like didn't I went in with like zero expectations besides just the point that it was being like it was competing with Barbie at the box office um and, like, I didn't really know any of the actors that were in it yet. Like, I... I knew Killian Murphy. Yeah, like, I I knew him, but, like, I don't know if I've seen anything with him. Josh him Peck it. was in it. What was yeah, that? Yeah, that like, was so I random. turned to my sister and oh, I was like, wait. by the way, this video is going to have a lot of spoilers. Like, we're not, we're oh, not going to... Yeah. We're not going to avoid spoilers. So, click off if you, like, don't want to hear any spoilers. Like, yeah. come back after you've watched these. Um right. But yeah, Josh Peck was the one to like literally detonate the atomic bomb. And I Which thought was that hilarious. was so funny. Like, I was like, is that Josh Peck? I was like, there's no way. But then it got closer and I was like, no, they're like, that has to be. Yeah. Him. And it was apparently. <laughs> it was so funny. Um, but yeah, like I, all I knew, yeah, was like the Manhattan Project, the atomic bomb. But I didn't know about like that they built a whole city to, or they built a whole town to like build it and test it out i thought it was just some mm-hmm. like meeting Killing i didn't really know anything i'm not i'm listening Killing <laughs> i just like didn't know anything about like how bombs are made so i thought that was kind of cool to learn but yeah i don't normally like movies i mean i do kind of like movies like that but i tend to lean more towards movies that are like more fun and more like campy or more like musical yes. like my top four movies on letterboxd are all musicals and like the 
one of my favorite non-musical movies or like serious movies is 1917. And oh. That's like one of the only war movies that I like. I haven't seen that, but isn't it it's supposed to look like it's one really, take? Yeah, it's really good. That's crazy. It's actually, you would really like it. I need to like watch all these movies now. Yeah. Um. So we're going to talk about like a few categories for each movie and like kind of give our rating. So we're going to do um, plot, a category for plot, pacing, cinematography, mm-hmm. and we'll just give our ratings for all those. I think we should do out of 10 because like yeah, out of five, out of five is, is overwhelming. Hard. No, but like I wish Letterboxd was out of 10 because yeah. Because out of five is really hard. Oh, but they do have half stars. Right. But what I saw, like, on Letterboxd, like, the Instagram account was posting people's reviews. Mm -hmm. And they posted one that was, like, three and a half. And, like, one of the comments was, like, whoever rated three and a half had way too high standards. But I was thinking about it. I was, like, that's a seven out of ten. Yeah. Like, isn't that weird? You're, like, that's technically a seven out of ten, which I feel like is really high. Yeah. Maybe I should rate it three and a half then. Because I give it three and a half because I was, like, that's seven out of ten. Like, that's... Like, I, yeah. that means I liked it, you know? Five stars messes me up. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. plot. Telepathy. I mean, obviously, like, you can't really critique the plot that much because it actually happened. Wait, true. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Um, but, like, in terms of, like, how the plot was shown. Yeah, and, and the, the parts they chose to include in the plot. Right. Like, so what we said when we first got out of the movie was, like, we thought that the beginning and the end could have been cut down a little bit like the end definitely could have been like a what they show words on the screen like after this year these people did this which also this is another pacing issue which we can talk about Mm -hmm. yeah oh it's also it's also true um but like overall the plot in the middle was so good and like i was like on the edge of my seat like i was entertained i was on the edge of my seat for probably the middle hour where they were like trying to get all the plans set and then they finally decided that they were ready to like test the bomb and they didn't my favorite part was that they didn't know whether the bomb was going to just like destroy the mile radius or whatever or if it could set off a chain reaction to and it could possibly destroy the entire earth which is crazy and i was like that's crazy like i would have been freaking out I know. And the actors were really good, too, in that part. The acting was amazing. And, like, the test bomb scene. We'll go into that with cinematography. Yeah. But, like, that was crazy. And then, okay, with characters, though, I feel like this relates to plot. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of characters. And I know, like, it's based on, like, a true thing. So you can't just, like, yeah. cut people <laughs> out. <laughs> but, like, it was really hard to keep track of, like, who was who and which quantum physician was which. And, like. Yeah. Like. I think they did a good job, though, with, like, keeping, like, I rec- I was able to, like, recognize the same people mm-hmm. again, except for, like, the the lawyers and the guy at the beginning and end. Yeah. I was really confused about what that was That whole, was like, about. ending part where it was, like, an interview, like, interrogation, deposition, I don't know what the, what the word yeah. would be, but that part, it could have been cut down by a lot because there was a lot of people who were just, like, saying stuff and then, like, I don't know, it could have been more. It was the whole film was very dialogue heavy, which I understand is like I think the dialogue was really important for the middle part because you sure. you had to like understand all of the planning that they had to do like to get to the test. Um but like there was so much dialogue in the beginning and end parts where I was like, what are they talking about? Exactly. And I felt like I had to pay attention really hard to like not miss anything, but it, I do think it was a really good movie. Like, yeah. 
Oh, one thing that me and Kalina were talking about though is like in some of the scenes, the audio, like it was really hard to hear. Yeah. Like, I was, it's funny. I was looking at Letterboxd reviews and apparently that's like a Christopher Nolan thing is his audio mixing is really bad. Cause like I get the soft talking for like dramatic purposes, but like the, when Killian Murphy in that like first beginning part, you know, like where mm-hmm. he, it was going back and forth between like um, the present and then like the future, I guess when he was being mm-hmm. like yeah, in the courtroom or whatever. And he was like, Quantum physics. Like, it was just, like, very, like... Quantum physics ASMR. I didn't know what the bomb was going to do. And I was like, okay, wait. Like, we get, like, you're being dramatic, but, like, speak up, girl. Like... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Was that a cough or a laugh? I don't know. I started, like, choking on my breath. Um, also... What was I going to say? Um... Oh, Albert Einstein. So, like, I – it was weird, like, because I didn't know Albert Einstein. I didn't know, I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know he existed in the 1940s and or like, 2023. And, like, I didn't – Because he's right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just and, like, I didn't know he was involved in all of that, you know? Mm-hmm. But it was interesting to, like, see. Also, how right. did they find an actor that, like, looked exactly like Albert Einstein? Could also act. Could also act. Wanted and like voluntarily wanted to be. Yeah. In this movie. Like, what if the only person that looked like Albert Einstein and like could also play Albert Einstein just like didn't want to be in it? Yeah, you know, like I always wonder how they do that. But his wig was a little, like the the forehead was like shrunk down. You could like see. I don't know. Like something about <laughs> it looked off. Yeah, mine's definitely better. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I love how the um people listening to the audio have no idea what's going yeah, on. Yeah, right Anna now. has an or Albert has an Einstein wig. <laughs> or wait, <laughs> Albert has. Wait, Albert has hair. <laughs> Albert, okay. Anna has an Albert Anna, Einstein. Wig. Anna Catherine has turned into Albert Einstein. Yeah. Um, I don't know what happened. Metamorphosis. Okay, I don't know what that was. Everyone say bye to Albert. Bye. Okay, so the pacing. It was a three-hour movie. And let me just, like, say that I can respect a three-hour movie. Like, I'm not, I, I'm not like, anti-three-hour movie. Do I love, <laughs> like, a good 90-minute movie? Absolutely. Um, But, like, I don't know if this movie needed to be three hours. Yeah, like, I – definitely the part at the beginning and the end, they could have cut off. Not the beginning, actually. The end, they could have cut off the last, like, 45 minutes. Yeah, because I was sitting there, and I was, like, I also had no, like, sense of what time it was. I was, like, how long have we been watching this? Are there, like, 15 minutes left? Are there, like, an hour and a half left? So I kind of just sat there, and, like, I, the problem was from the beginning, I didn't understand what was going on with that. So I was still, I was just lost in the end. Yeah, that whole, like trial thing and like the legal part of it then also the whole part with the president too like the pr- oh yeah is the president like an asshole <laughs> like i didn't know like because he seemed like it in the movie no yeah i think he was like i was confused so like did oppenheimer so oppenheimer obviously like regretted this yeah i was confused about all that I think I just don't understand the whole last 30 okay, minutes. honestly, same. And I think that, like, I don't know if I can deduct points, but, like... I know he regretted it, but, like, what was it, the whole thing with communism and... See, that's what confused me and stuff. And then, like, okay, it showed, like, the internal, his internal struggles really mm-hmm. well, like, yeah. during the speech part when, like, 
just like the audience was there and then they were and then when he stepped on like we should talk about that in the cinematography yeah that's still like a cinematography yeah. thing but like i thought that was really good because he didn't like know where the bomb was going or whatever like yeah i guess like well to mine, he knew that's like how it, but like in the meeting they knew they were talking about like the tw- the list of 11 or 12 cities that's what i was confused about they were like saying the list of the cities and then he was like i think well, he I didn't knew know where it was going that's no why it i think like he, he knew because that's what he was built for or that's what he built it for partly but like I think he I think he knew that like what he was doing was good for like America to get yeah. out of the war but he also felt really bad like killing that many people. Right. Like I just hate bombs. Like I don't know. Yeah. Like, like I think he was struggling with the fact that like in the war or like in the war and kill all these people or risk losing like more American lives. Right. And or making the war like even more messy. But also, now the world will never be the same because he created that bomb and now the bomb's just keep Like, now bigger. humans have, like, the capability to destroy the Earth. Yeah. Like, we're, like, there's, I'm saying they, because I, like, yeah. I did not make an atomic bomb. I don't know anything <laughs> about quantum physics. Yeah. Like, they're so, like, advanced to the point where, like, we literally, like, know how to destroy ourselves. Like, that is scary. Yeah. But, like, I enjoyed the movie, like, as much as I could because, like, a bombs and stuff, like, I don't know. Like, I just, like... Yeah, I think if I watched it again, too, I would probably understand the other stuff, like the beginning and end stuff. But, like, I I just love how suspenseful the middle was. I still don't think it was needed to, like... Yeah. Like, what were they trying to accomplish in the trial? This is also my fault for not knowing what's going on, but, like, should it have been more clear? I don't know. But also, when it's three hours, like, it loses its rewatch value. Because now, like, the idea of rewatching it sounds, like, exhausting. Yeah, but if it was just, like, the middle... If the movie was just the middle, I would be like ready to go like, back yeah, to the I'll theater. Yeah, I'll see it again. But like, I don't think I could watch it again. It was yeah. really long. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I don't know. I might. I would. Uh, yeah, I hate like saying I would cut it off like after. I know that, but like, but, like I would watch it again. But I don't know. Um, we should talk about the cinematography. So ten out of ten. Yeah, it was like especially the part where like they're testing the bomb that that's gonna go down as like a really big yeah that was like huge so was the bomb like cgi because i just thought about that this morning i was like just taking for granted the fact that we were watching like a bomb go off but i think it was probably oh, yeah. cgi oh definitely like when i was saying with the cgi with marble m- marble marvel um i mean i'm sure the bomb wasn't actually like real because yeah but that'd like, be a large budget for- <laughs> no literally but like i was just thinking with marvel like they blow stuff up like it's literally nothing. True. Every yeah. five seconds, it's like, oh, there goes that building. Yeah. And whereas for this, it like builds up and you like. I was scared because I was like waiting for the noise, but then like. Yeah. So happened. that's the best part is like they detonate the bomb. And then. So this is when they're like testing the bomb um, in like a random open area in New right. Mexico before they actually like send off the real one to Japan. But um, they like. It, they press the button and then you think it's just going to be like so I was like in my seat like this yeah so everybody's like, just like tense but it everything goes silent and then everything gets like super bright because it's like the whatever like the, the uv the uv yeah. and light and then as soon as you think it's over then it makes a huge explosion right. it's so good and like just that whole scene and they have the movie poster where he's wearing the goggles and looking in so through cool. the window and that that shot was like my favorite yeah 
And then do you want to talk about like the part where he's like doing a speech and then feeling like. Oh yeah. I love that. So like the way the structure was like, there was a lot of shots that like you see. And then like later on in the movie, you're like, oh yeah, I've seen this before. Cause it goes back to mm -hmm. it. Like with the feet stomping. Yeah. That was cool. Cause it like played that one part when he was having like anxiety during that, like one, like when he walked in on that meeting or whatever, I yeah. think it was. And then when he was giving the whole speech and like, he was saying things, but then like people are talking over him and then one minute the audience was there and then they weren't and then he would say something but then nobody would answer but then all of a sudden he would like start talking and then yeah. like the audience would, like roar and like yeah it was just like it was like he really was cool. like having it was like a mixture of him having flashbacks yeah and like and just like regrets from right things so like it, when he starts he's like giving a speech saying like the bomb is like after the bomb was dropped on Hiroshima um he was like giving his speech and then he starts to picture like what what it would be like to be in an, an atomic bomb explosion yeah so everything goes super bright and everything's like really overexposed and then he sees like a girl and her face is like peeling off from like being burnt yeah. and then and then it stops and then he starts walking out and then he steps into like this dead burnt person and that was just like crazy right like i feel like i just watched the movie from like a perspective of just like watching the movie i don't know if that makes sense like, yeah i wasn't there to like analyze empathize it. or sympathize like during that scene i was just like whoa that's cool like how it was structured but like yeah in terms of like how i felt emotionally like i don't know yeah. i don't know but like, i think they just, did like, a good job reflecting like how it would feel to know that right. you just made that yeah. and caused that we had technical difficulties but we're back and we're giving Oppenheimer letterbox reviews now. Um, I gave it a four because, like, that's what I rate movies that I thought were like really good. I don't know. I might, I might bring it down to a three and a half. See, I was between three and a half and four too, but I gave it a three and a half because I also just got back from like film camp, so I'm in my like yeah. really strict letterbox reviewer yeah. era. So just ignore that. But. I think I'm too. I think I'm like too generous like because a three and a half is a seven out of ten no like that's when, what I, when I didn't think realize. about it like that i'm like wait like yeah that means i liked it and i did but like a three i think of three is like half good no me too. and i don't think it was half good i think it was better than half good right so i don't know i think i'm overthinking it i don't think it's that deep but i'll give it right. a 3.75 okay valid because <laughs> i liked it but like <sighs> i, I don't just, know like, i couldn't it see it again i cried like it's like <laughs> The thought of watching it again feels mentally draining because it was like that long to where I was like... Yeah, I don't know. Okay, let's get into Barbie. Um, this is probably what you've been waiting for. Yeah. So, or I mean, this is the Oppenheimer fans out there. Yeah. We love you too. <laughs> so um, Barbie... Well, let's talk about like the Barbie expectations. Also with like the soundtrack and all the promotion that they've been doing. The promotion is crazy. It's crazy. Like, like every brand you can think of has done some sort of barbie partnership and also even like so yesterday when i went to rate barbie on letterboxd when you like the film instead of it being orange like the letterboxd color they changed it to pink which is iconic and like how do they do that like like that's like a their deal, their marketing deal team was know. probably like sending out so many emails they're like working overtime because like, yeah oh my like gosh how? like how much of the budget went into promotion because it had a 145 million dollar budget mm -hmm. and there was no cgi in it yeah which was so refreshing because like cgi is cool sometimes but like sometimes people get lazy yeah and also the 
the set reminded me a little bit of um the wizard of oz for some reason oh wait just yeah. in the way that it was just like hand you could tell it was like handmade barbie land was so cool and i was reading that like there was no black no white no chrome allowed yeah that's funny i know and like the way that like, the ocean was too it was just like yeah so funny and also i love the little details like when she pours the milk no milk comes out yes. or like um she walks on the pool because the pool is just like glass like right. or you know plastic um so like when did it, i'm trying to think when i first heard about barbie it was like out. for me i think it was may 2022 like when that first photo came out wow it was that long ago i think so it was yeah. like last summer i know wow that's crazy and like i i became more excited about it one when the trailer came out and two when like those pictures came out with all the cast and the like like this barbie like yeah. the that was so perfect because yeah. like also i love how they're all named barbie and no, that was like all the kins were named ken except for alan of course no that was funny but like it was funny but also like cute because like if you think about the actual message of how like barbie can be anything you know uh-huh so it was like because you know barbie had like a million jobs mm -hmm. like in barbie life in the dream house you know it's like i've been a doctor i've been all this so having like a different person for each job was i think was funny like yeah. this barbie is a doctor this barbie because like but they're all barbie like that was yeah. funny but then the kins are just like doing their own thing the kins were like funny because like they were irrelevant yeah like and like, like it, they were supposed to be irrelevant, yeah and though. because they are like because i you, like who had a ken doll yeah like and if you did have a ken doll like when did you play with it and and it was probably only like so your barbie could get like married or something yeah random like that yeah like it's so real like they they were just like it, it just the whole movie was so accurate to like how you how you actually play with barbies yeah and I was never like a big Barbie person, like the toys, but I did really like the Barbie movies growing up. I had a lot of Barbies, like the movies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that's why, like, I think that this Barbie kind of was like the OG, like, like the vintage Barbie, but it was like mm -hmm. the classic, like a lot of like the like outfits that they were showing. Barbie, yeah. Right. But I think it would have, I would have loved if they had like the 2010 Barbies, like the, yeah, like Barbie and a mermaid tail, like Barbie Diamond Castle, like Charm School. That would have been like, cool. <laughs> like the 12 dancing princesses. Like, where were they? I don't yeah. know. Like, I also loved the mermaid Barbie. The Dua, Dua Lipa. Lipa. <laughs> that I like, like, that like made my, not made my day, that made my life. Yeah. Like, um, so. Also, the oh. kids are not there just to get married. I, I realized that sounded really like <laughs> mean. But the kids are not just there to get married. Honestly, all the Barbies married each other, I feel like. Yeah. Like when everyone played with them, like they would just randomly like all get married. Yeah. <laughs> that was random. Okay. No, that is true. Um, so let's talk about like the soundtrack. What so what were your favorite songs from the soundtrack? Barbie World. Yeah, of course. What was I made for? And Pink. Yeah. Which are coincidentally all like my favorite artists on the soundtrack. Yeah, I know. You like, like Nicki Minaj, out. Lizzo, Billie Eilish. Those are like, yeah, some of your favorites. I, of course, love Barbie World. And like, that's what's called, right? Barbie yes. World. Yeah. It's so short though, but like, I, I have know. a theory that it's short because they didn't have enough money to like pay them to make another verse. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like it's short because they wanted to like include as much as they could in the movie and like replay value too, I guess. Yeah, because like it's good. Like they really shoved like a lot into like literally a minute yeah. and forty nine seconds. It's true though because I, with most of the songs that they released, like the Pink Panthers one, um, Angel and 
Speed Speed Drive by Dua Lipa and Barbie World are my three favorites. Or Charlie XCX. Or what Dua Lipa. <laughs> She's also Sometimes Charlie XCX and Dua Lipa are like the same person. Is me. it because they're British? Like I picture I'm just kidding. when I picture them, I picture like the same British? person. Yeah, they okay, are. Okay, I was gonna make sure I was like, wait, did I just... um, um, but like those three are my favorites, and I think I played them so much on repeat because they are short. So I like yeah. couldn't get enough of it, and like Angel ended up being like in my top, like something. Angel might be in my my top fifty of the <laughs> of all of time. all time, unless it's of the last six months. I don't know, um, but it's just because like I kept repeating it because it was like it's just like ad- addicting. But yeah, I feel like this soundtrack album is just like pop perfection. Like there yes. hasn't been pop music recently that I have like thought was so perfect. But this really, is like, this clean is like, and, like uh, it's smooth. just like so perfect. And like with Barbie World, like even though it was short, like Nicki Minaj still was like like changing it up and being like versatile as usual. Like mm-hmm. how she starts off her verse like all soft and Barbie like, and then like during the bass part when she's like a yelling out we yeah yeah money but we ain't bad out. No, we got bars but we ain't. It's such a good song, and like I knew like they had to make a collab or a sample that the Barbie Nicki Minaj had to be in it because like. Yeah. She is the Barbie. If she wasn't, something would be wrong. People are complaining too much about it. Like, we all know that, like, I love Taylor Swift, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, like, on every single post, being like, we wanted Taylor. Like, did you not just get a re-recorded album? Did we not just get Midnight's, like, not that long ago? Is she not on, like, a world tour right now? Yeah. Like, it's just, like, annoying. And it's, like, they don't – they're, like, blaming Barbie yeah. for, like, not – Like, I'm sure they asked Taylor Swift. I could have seen her doing, like – a lover type song sure. like she definitely she would have fit on like, the soundtrack soundtrack but like i also don't care too much right like, and like i think the soundtrack is honestly perfect how it is and i was honestly disappointed that sam smith was on it but their song is actually really good i actually really no, i like the sam smith and, song it sounded good in the movie yeah and it like was it fit perfectly in the movie yeah i i didn't think they were going to incorporate all the songs into the movie i kind of thought mm-hmm. it would be like actually i think a few of them weren't in there unless they were like just the background. I missed the Heim song. And the Gale song and Dominic Fike. Yeah. I heard the Ava Max one. That one actually yeah. like fit good. And yeah. Like... I thought she fit on the soundtrack well. Like yeah. Her, um, and then the, the I'm just kidding. It was so perfect. It was so good. And like. From the snippet I heard, I was scared because like the auto tune, I was like. Yeah. But it worked. It worked. It, it worked. Um, so plot. I thought the plot was really good. Yeah. I know a lot of people were like questioning that because. They're like, what is oh, it going to be about? We definitely about? forgot to rate all these things on a scale of 10, but it's But, fine. like, I like that overwhelms me. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I think we would have put, put too much thought into it. Um, I think the plot was so good because, like, I knew it was about Barbie going to the real world, but I didn't know, like, why she was going to go to the right. real world. And then, uh, spoiler alert again, I didn't know that, like – what what I was so excited about was like when she came back and Ken had like brought back that was like like that caught me off guard because I thought like Barbie and Ken were gonna like like I thought they were gonna go on this journey together and then like grow so close and like yeah. have a lot of fun together because I thought it was supposed to be like at the beginning she's like no you can't sit in the front but by the end it's like oh Ken yeah but like he literally just left and like and the like whole patriarchy like, wait, like <laughs> he like brought back the patriarchy to Barbie world yeah and my favorite part was that he was my favorite line was when he was like, I thought the patriarchy was run by horses. 
And after I realized it wasn't, I wasn't really interested anymore. <laughs> Ryan Gosling was so perfect as yeah. Ken, or as one of the Kens. I don't understand the people. Even from the beginning, I didn't understand the people who didn't think he should have been the lead Ken. Every time they cast he's, anyone he's for like anything, so perfect for it. somebody's like, well, this isn't going to match. Like, have you even seen the movie yet? Yeah. And the fact that his hair, like, didn't really match his skin tone, like, like works. Because that's, like, literally like what they're Ken plastic like. dolls. Yeah. Like, it's so perfect. Or like Dua Lipa's wig. Yeah. Like that was like fun. Like if it was like a perfect wig, it would have been like. Yeah. They did a really good job of making the whole movie like tack, like like funny, but not tacky. Right. Or like campy, but not, uh, what's the word? Like cheesy. Che- yeah. It's it not wasn't cheesy really cheesy at all. At all. It's, it's like, it's just like, it was just funny. Right. Oh, and, the, and they broke guess. the fourth wall enough to and where. And the fifth. Yeah. Wait, we should talk about that. Yeah. How, like, they acknowledged that it was a movie many different times. So, like, that was breaking the fourth wall. But when they were, like, note to filmmakers, don't cast Margot Robbie if you're trying to, like, that broke, like, the yeah. fifth wall. Like, you literally just, I don't know how I felt about that part. Because I was like, wait, like, the fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth wall were just broken. Yeah. Like, we just it was funny, though. Like That was funny. Yeah, I liked it. And, um. We were talking about, like, the one thing we didn't really like much about the movie was the daughter, Sasha. She was yeah. just, like, really annoying. And, like, it was confusing. I guess I'll talk about this now because this relates to plot. But mm-hmm. I thought the movie was a lot more, like, tell versus show. Yeah. Because, like, a lot of the message I feel like was not buried within the dialogue. Like, it was right in front of your face. Mm-hmm. Which, like, like I like the message just the way they said it. Like, I feel like we would have still picked up on what they are trying to yeah. say perfectly fine if they didn't. If they had... Have these whole monologues, which... No, America's monologue, that was really good. I yeah. don't know her character name, so I'm just going to refer to her as the actress, because yeah. I don't remember what Yeah, exactly. Was. But then, like, some some lines were just, like, a little bit too much. Like, when Sasha was at the yeah. lunch table, and she was like... Like, that she called sense. She called Barbie, like, a fascist <laughs> or something, and I was like... <laughs> I mean, a 13-year-old would say that, but, like, Like, why? it was funny, but, like... Like, it was satirical, too, but, like, what didn't... My mom is texting me. When Barbie went up to the table and she was like, oh, what's that girl's name? And that one person was like, oh, you don't want to talk to her or whatever. Like, we, I thought that she was gonna be like the mean girl and like, yeah, would be like, what? Like, ugh, who are you? Which like she did at the beginning, but mm-hmm. then she randomly was like saying all of this. And like. It's like she's the problem. Right. Like, like Sasha's talking about all these things like, oh, my gosh, like uh, feminism blah blah, blah. and like then she's like 50 years and back then, yeah and then she's like literally like tearing down barbie in the midst of saying that right like she's the problem and like i thought was also probably part of the joke but like okay i like that america's character was a mom because i like of course added to her like yeah storyline but i don't know if like she, the daughter needed to come to barbie world yeah yeah she was just kind of standing there the whole time right but I thought I loved how Barbie thought that the person playing with her was gonna be a kid, yeah. and then she finds out it's a mom who like got her out of an old box and just like wanted to I relive childhood. That. that was a really good plot twist. Um, that was like the perfect touch. Like just thinking about it, I'm like, oh, like yeah, they did like they they just did so good with that. Yeah, let's talk about like the pacing of the movie. Okay, it started right away. Yeah, I think it was paced perfectly, like literally perfectly, because like of course at the beginning of movies. As you learn in story structure with film, like, you should, like, see their ordinary life first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, that was shown within, like, Lizzo's Pink song. And I love how, yeah, I know you're going to talk about this, but, like, yes. I love how Lizzo's song kind of narrates. I didn't realize how it was going to narrate the whole opening scene. And it was just so perfect. And Yeah. My, like, suggestion or, like, I would have loved if Lizzo was the narrator throughout the whole thing. That would have been so good. If she was, like, 
since the beginning of time like Lizzo would have been so good with that and like the way like when Barbie fell she was like girl you good and then like mm-hmm. the k stands for dead like that was yeah. just like, funny and like p is for something and then yeah if lizzo was the narrator that like randomly popped up throughout that would be really funny yeah i did like the old like british sounding like she sounded like the peppa pig narrator yeah <laughs> but that was funny i did like that but i think lizzo would have been really good too right um but yeah the pacing was perfect and like i feel like it followed exactly the structure that it should have and like when ken came back to like destroy barbie world then i i kind of thought it was going to end earlier than it did it honestly felt longer than it was not in a bad way though but like i thought it was going to end as soon as she was like i don't need you ken you need to figure out who you are and he was like i am kenuff i am kenuff (laughs) that was so perfect i love all the ken puns that they like had like kenning and yeah (laughs) it's just so good like this movie's gonna go down as a classic yeah because like especially with the whole like set of barbie land like that is gonna change mm-hmm. i feel like i haven't sat in the theater and watched like a classic movie since la la land like a out. movie that i sit down and i'm like this is gonna be like yeah like it, i know that in like 30 years i'm gonna be like wow barbie's already 30 years old i remember seeing this in the theater yeah, wait that's scary you know <laughs> okay cinematography like just, perfect like i don't yeah. like literally like I don't like it wasn't overly cinematic and it wasn't overly not cinematic. I think it was more I think the set like spoke for itself production to where they design, didn't need they're to getting do that scene Yeah, design, the production, production design. design award. They like they didn't need to do too much cinematography. The camera was just there like, you know. I'm just happy that like I'm glad that they gave this movie a big budget because mm-hmm. like I can tell they had like wild visions and I can imagine this would be like a weird thing to explain but like hear me out you know but i'm yeah. glad that like everyone was given the budget to do what they needed because yeah. like because if they hadn't gone all out it wouldn't have been as because like oh we could green screen it like that's just like yeah because the fact that it is so all out is what makes it like it's it's what makes it good but not tacky you know yeah because you can actually like immerse yourself into the barbie world yeah my mom is literally saying like don't lose your card in the first week so okay. we should probably okay i rated this a four and a half on letterboxd I also why am rated i like it. i'm thinking about that five now all of a sudden i think it could become a five if i watch it again i'm not just like obsessed with it to the point where i keep thinking about it mm-hmm. but because i th- i think the one thing that threw me off a little bit was just like how much they were like talking about it was the show versus tell that threw it off for yeah, me yeah like because i like i love the message but it was the way that like instead of it kind of took it, me out of it a little bit yeah but Overall, I think I loved it, and the actors were perfect for their roles. And, like, each Barbie had their own personality, too. Like, President Barbie, Weird Barbie. Like, they were all really funny. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I wish I was, like, part of the production of this movie. No, I'm like, can I be an extra just, like, like, walking around in the background? Um, Yeah. But that's it for our review. Um, Hopefully you enjoyed. And go follow our Instagram. It's at the telepathy pod. Finally getting it right consistently. and comment on our post like what you think is your more favorite movie if you what went you see both it? yeah what are your ratings what are your thoughts we want to know all that um so yeah we upload or we, we release release every tuesday so come back next week for more and if you're watching this if you found this on youtube um go like follow our actual podcast on whatever platform and give it a little rating 
and yeah oh yeah you can also comment your thoughts in this youtube video because this yeah. is a youtube video too or wherever you're listening yeah wherever Will the story just like interact please yeah that's what we're trying to say just interact with us um but yeah i think that's it thanks for listening slash watching yes hopefully you enjoyed my hat collection yes we just found those in the in like the attic and we so we were specifically looking for the gray hat because we knew we had mm -hmm. it but the einstein, was, the einstein was there and we were like this is perfect yes so. okay bye barbie yeah. bye barbie